Thank you for joining us for this recent message from Freedom Ministries in Crossit, Arkansas. Connect with us online at freedomministriescrossit.com and let us know what God is doing in your life through this ministry. Now prepare your heart to hear a word that we pray will bless your life. build on what Apostle was just saying about how we can't transform this flesh. We cannot. Um, Casey Doss, when we were there uh, the first night, this wasn't even what he was preaching about, but he just said one sentence, and it stuck like an arrow right in my spirit. And that's just, And I've just been praying over it and praying over it ever since he said it. And he said this, he said, your destiny will pull you out of your dysfunction. And so I'm going to say it again. Your destiny will pull you out of your dysfunction. And I know prophetically that today that word is for many of you because I believe there's a transformation that's about to happen in many of your lives. You're no longer will be someone who struggles with addiction. You're not going to be someone whose life, whose entire relationship with God is built around struggle with sin because that is not the relationship that God has called us to. And we get in a trap. Y'all know the trap. We get in a trap where all it is is I want to be saved. I want to be holy. I want to get rid of this sin. God, take this sin away. Take the desire for this sin away. And I'm good and I feel on fire. And then a few days later, that desire comes back and I feel like I've lost it all. And I have to go through the whole process again until I don't even know if I want to anymore. But our focus is in the wrong place because my focus there is on my sin and it's on, and it's on getting me clean. But here's the truth. The, the core center of the gospel is that it's not about me. Hey. Holiness, which is wonderful. The desire to not, be, to not sin anymore is wonderful, and we should all have it. But that alone does not pull us out of sin itself. That alone does not pull me out of the dysfunction in my life where I find myself going through the same battles with lust, going through the same battles with alcohol, going through the same battle with cigarettes and drugs and addiction and relationships. When I know that the last three ones I've been in were horrible, and unless I get a breakthrough, I can be pretty certain that number four is going to be just as bad. Our destiny pulls us out of our dysfunction. In Genesis chapter 37, I'm not going to read the whole thing for sake of time, but we know the story of Joseph. Joseph had a vision. He had a dream when he was a child. And immediately, Satan came to destroy that vision. Immediately, his brothers grabbed him. They threw him in a pit. They sold him into slavery. We find him two chapters later, and he's a slave. But he's a slave who is going after the vision. The vision is, one day, I am going to be a ruler. One day, I'm going to be the one that sets my whole family free. One day, I'm going to be the deliverer that delivers the entire nation of Israel. One day, that's who I'm going to be. And so how was he acting as a slave? 
in his master's house. He ruled over everything. He was perfect in all his ways. And the devil came again for his dream and vision. He got thrown into jail and left, forgot about. And many of us are there. He was in bondage. He was in bondage. It didn't matter how hard he tried, how much he prayed. When he woke up tomorrow, he was still in bondage. Guess what? People came. He ministered to them because the whole time he said, I have a vision. I'm not letting my vision go that one day, one day I'm setting people free. And so I'm setting these people free. I'm setting the baker free. I'm setting the cup holder free. I'm setting anybody free that I can find. You bring me a vision. You bring me a dream. I'm going to prophesy to you. I'm going to do whatever I can do. In the middle of his dysfunction, in the middle of bondage, in the middle of it, this is what Apostle just said, in the middle of going through, in the middle of ugly, in the middle of it, I know for a fact, I can say the same thing, I know for a fact that there were many years in my life where the fact that I had to show up and teach a Sunday school class on Sunday morning kept me saved. Because I wouldn't, I wanted to do everything else in the world, but I knew I had to show up with a word from God on Sunday morning. So the desire was definitely not there, but I had, but I knew I had Sunday school to teach, and I had said, I'm going to teach that Sunday school. And I'm not a quitter. I'll write something until it is dead, but I'm not a quitter. And so Joseph's still doing his vision. He's still going after it. He's still praying. He still holds on. And the people he ministered to get out. They say, I'm going to bring you out too. They forgot about him for two years. Forgot about him. Before God finally, finally reached down and allowed that destiny, that vision in him. At any moment in all those years of slavery, the years in prison, at any moment he could have said, I'm never going to do it. I'm never going to. Who am I kidding? I was a child when I dreamed this dream. And it, my life has been hell ever since. My brothers threw me in a pit and tried to kill me. Then they through, sold me into slavery. I was a slave and got accused and thrown into prison. And now I'm in prison. Everybody that tried to help me out of prison forgot about me. I am nothing but a slave. I'm nothing but a slave who got thrown in prison and I'm going to die in bondage. At any moment, he could have said that. But he never let go of the vision that God had put in his spirit. Mm. Hallelujah. In Matthew 16, Jesus spoke a vision to Peter. He spoke purpose and destiny into him. He said in 16, 18, I believe, you are Peter. You are the rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Ten chapters later, we catch up with Peter where he's denying he ever even knew Jesus. And running away from the calling. We find him again at the end of John where he's gone back to the old. He's just gone back to fishing because that's what he knows how to do. He knows how to fish. He's gone back to his old thing. He gave up on the new. He gave up on the vision. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is speaking to us today, and he is saying that I'm calling you a new name, just like he called Simon Peter, and he named him my rock. God has spoken to many of you already, and if he hasn't yet, if there's not a vision that burns in you every time you you find yourself fighting with sin, and you've bought into the lie that I have to figure out how to get out of this sin before I can do something for God. The way out of sin is through your destiny. The way out of your bondage is through your destiny. The way out of what you're sitting in and going back through the same things over and over again, the way out is by saying, I'm not, I'm not a drug addict anymore. I'm taking off my drug addict clothes. I'm taking off these old rags, and I am made new. I am who God says I am. Joseph was, from the time he dreamed it, he was always a ruler. He was always the ruler. From the time Jesus declared to Peter, you are my rock. And the gates of hell will not prevail against you. From the time he spoke it, Peter was the rock. He could not escape the rock. It's who he was when he decided to quit and he went fishing. He's still the rock. When Joseph was in jail for year after year, wondering, was God ever coming for me? He was still the ruler. He was still the deliverer of all of Israel. He was still what God says he was. God is renaming us. God is renaming you as you go into the new. Our battle, as long as we just fight this battle of, well, I, I want to sin today, but I'm, I'm trying not to sin. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I don't want to sin anymore. I prayed hard enough until I don't want to sin. Well, tomorrow, I'm just trying not to sin. I love the, the ministry of recovery, but at some point, I have to move past I'm in recovery mode. At some point, I have to move into, I'm going back out to take land for that the enemy has stolen, not just from me. I'm taking that back too, but I'm taking it back from my friends, and I'm taking it back from everyone that, ma- that matters to me in the name of Jesus. I'm going after the city, and I'm taking land back from the enemy in the city. Another uh, minister there shared... And I'm just going to summarize it all. He said that um, you have, you, no one just starts off. Like we, we get in this mentality of one day I'm not going to want to sin anymore, and then I'm going to be ready to serve God. That's not going to happen. That will not happen. I guarantee you. I can speak to you prophetically. It will not happen. It's when I move out I'm, and I say, and I pray and I get my breakthrough. We've all done it. And, and the cycle we get into is I go back again. But when I get that breakthrough, that's when I go up to the next level. And I fight those battles. I don't go back to these battles. I fight these battles until I have a breakthrough over those. And I go up to the next level again. And I fight these battles. And one day I wake up and realize... I haven't wanted that sin, that addiction, in a year and a half. I wonder when I wonder when that desire totally left me. It didn't leave, it won't leave us until we have left that so far in the past because I have next level, next level, next level. He told a story about a guy that was a friend of his who went to a grocery store and he saw a lady at the checkout line and the Holy Spirit 
um, said to him, she had a hearing aid on, and he said, tell her that God can heal her hearing, God can heal her ear. And he said, excuse me, ma'am, um, God just told me to tell you that Jesus loves you and he can heal your ear. And she said, well, pray for me then. <laughs> Do it. So he prayed for her, and she took her hearing aid off, and she said, I can hear. And the cashier lady's standing there, and she starts crying, and she gets saved. And he, and she, and he says, can I just borrow that? Does that microphone go to the speakers in the grocery store? Can I just borrow it for a second? And he gets on the microphone, and he says, ladies and gentlemen, healing has broke out on aisle six. And then he began to prophesy and say, some of you have diabetes, come forward. Come, come down to aisle six. You have diabetes, come down. God's healing you. You have carpal tunnel, come down. God's healing you. You have high blood pressure, come down. God's healing you. All 15 people that were in that grocery store got saved and healed that night. And those are wonderful stories to tell, but I can guarantee you one thing that gets left out of these wonderful stories, and that is that that was not the first time he had ever prayed for somebody to be healed. I guarantee it. Because that's not how it works. I don't wait on this fullness where I'm, I should just be on TBN. I'm so magnificent and mature in my anointing before, I, before God ever decides to use me. It's when I was in sin yesterday and I repented and I said, I'm never going to do it again. And today I say, God, what can you do with me today? And he says, go pray for that person right over there. And I pray for them, and they may not be healed. But I go on and I pray for the next person, and they may not get saved. But I go on and I pray for the next person, and they may not be healed. And eventually, and this guy, and I, and I'm, and I can't wait to see when it actually happens. He says since he was a teenager, he would go to, um, he still does. He goes to funeral homes to whenever he sees that there's a visitation happening. He's not invited. He don't even know the people. He, but he walks in and he stands in the line and he goes up to the casket and he puts his hand on it and he says, In the name of Jesus, get up and walk. Because, listen, he has a vision of the ministry that God has called him to. And he'll never get there until he does the work down here, until he tries and he practices. And one day, somebody's going to get up. So One day... But nobody would ever get up if he didn't go up to the dead people and say, in the name of Jesus, get up. Nobody would ever get healed if I didn't the very first time go up and say, in the name of Jesus, get up out of that wheelchair and walk. In the name of Jesus, God heal this headache. In the name of Jesus, God heal this pain. In the name of Jesus. Oh, my God. Our destiny calls us out. Of our dysfunction. I had a lot of, there's a lot of scriptures to back this up, y'all. Y'all can, y'all can look them up. There's a lot. Prayer line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's a lot of scriptures. Listen, I, wanna, I just want to read the one. Proverbs 13, 12. It says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when desire comes... It is a tree of life. So many of us are in our old identity. And we're, we're hearing about the new. We want to enter into the new. But I can't enter into it with my old identity. My identity being I'm an addict. And I'm, and I'm struggling with addiction. Identity being I don't know the last time I ever 
went a day without struggling with lust. My identity being, I don't remember, I don't know the day I tried to quit smoking 15 times and I couldn't because I'm in that battle with it over and over. My identity being, this is who I decided I am, and my whole relationship with God is built around this struggle over a sin. But God, in the new, he's called you out. He's called you forward in destiny. He's called you forward in your purpose. He's called you forward in your vision. That's why we get sick of it, and we want to quit. It's because every time I go back in, my hope is deferred. Every time I go back, because I believe the lie that I have to get this fixed before I can move on. No, I get a breakthrough in prayer, and I move on. And I say, God, how can you use me today? What is your vision for my life? I just feel it. I just feel the Spirit right now. So many of you, there is a little, and some of you, it's just a little fire now because it's almost gone out. But it's a little fire. It's that vision you had when you were a kid, when you first got saved, of all the things that you wanted to be in God, all the things that you wanted to do for God. Let's just stand in the name of Jesus. We hope you enjoyed this message from Freedom Ministries. For more information and to stay connected with us, find us on Facebook or the web at freedomministriescrossit.com.